miss a second of the NFL on CBS. With CBS All Access, subscribers can stream their local market games live and get full game day coverage on TV-connected devices and tablets. From Thursday Night Football to Sunday Doubleheaders, we have all your NFL on CBS excitement covered. Start your free trial now at cbs.com slash NFL. That's cbs.com slash NFL. Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man Malinaji. Yeah, so we're back. I'm not for political shit. Yeah. We, we just talked. I, I just heard you talking to Seth about parking your car. The fuck this is guy's it? Guys worried about fucking. Uh, we're her, talking her, about hurricanes. You hurricane said hurricanes. Mateo. Yeah, Mateo. What did you it's get? Matthew. What, it's Matthew, buddy. Right. Yeah, what'd you mm-hmm. get? Like, don't get all like. Oh, they always us. put a, like. Uh, they always put some sort of uh, uh, heritage uh, behind it, you uh, know? Yeah, hurricane El right, Nino. Right. We got a Hurricane Mateo it's now. There weren't Jewish ones. What was that like Hurricane Avi? You, why you guys don't spread enough hurricanes around the world? Hurricane Hiram. Yeah, Hiram. That's nice. Yeah. Hurricane Josh is around the corner. <laughs> oh, he's coming. Oh. I see his nose from We're going here. With sugar, <laughs> uh, no, but he has I, a claw. I saw Pete. I had no no uh, electricity for six days of Hurricane Sandy. That's and I, horrible. And I, and I couldn't get to work. I had to take the ferry. It was expensive. It was like 18 yeah. bucks a day. And he gives me shit. Oh, I paid $25 I a do. day for my car. You're a fucking diva. Take the train. Twenty five like a man parking. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I can sleep in my car until alternate side is gone. <laughs> what? That's the ticket. Twenty five dollars a day in parking. Yeah. You can't take a subway. That's, why? That's one hundred twenty dollars. So you have to pay twenty five dollars. I pay two hundred a month for my car to leave it at home. That's one hundred twenty. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But he has two cars. Does he need two cars? Yeah, I do. I've had, I've had this conversation uh, with Pete already. My wife has a car, and I have a car. You can take twelve transportation to yeah. work. You it still costs money. You might as well move to New Jersey yeah. then. Fucking a, a tenth of the price. Of the price. No. $125 a week in parking. $200 a month for the car. No. That's for your car, you're paying 125 times 4 is 500. You're paying $700 a month in just car payments. Let, let alone the gas. Yeah. What about insurance? And the toll. But like and insurance. insurance. I could shut it down in the car for an hour and a half and not so pay for anything. the sake of shutting it down i just i don't have to pay for barking yeah when how often is that a couple times a week a couple times a week exactly yeah. so that three days a week. okay so instead of paying 125 a week you're paying 75 a week for parking no nah, i try to shut it down on a daily basis <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's stop fucking around so, <laughs> so, oh, so you're talking shit then yeah so i take many, a nap how, no. how often are you are you paying for the parking though uh usually wednesdays with today i got lucky Oh, there's no alternate side. Oh. So he so pays hundred dollars a month and two hundred. It's still three hundred dollars a month though. Two hundred a month. And how much is your pass for your uh, three hundred a month? That's that's, that's a couple of dinners with your wife. Two seventy. That's a couple of dinners a week. Lot, that's I, a couple. That's a, a couple lot farther from you than you. Yeah, he no, comes from Jersey. It's still, yeah. it's still you're paying a month. Uh, well, well, I gotta come to work. What do you want me to do? But that's what I'm saying. Jersey comes from How is it less? How do you metro card? Your monthly pass is like two seventy. Yeah, not the metro card. Not the metro card, bro. What's the metro card? 120, 130? Yeah. A yeah. month. Yeah. A month. You go anywhere, all everywhere. That's, that, no thanks. That's a nice, that's a nice, that's a nice, that's a Luckily nice, you zock, the, you zock like the, 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 the zock is like uh, our expression pocket. for pocket it. You zock the, the extra money, 
because in, in Sicilian we say saqueta. So you zock the, the 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 extra money, and then you do like a nice dinner with your wife every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? You save like, some money. You, know? you guys yeah. have you guys have a little ha- happier marriage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you That's never know what can come down. The or you can both keep a car and pay for the cars and shut it down on the cars and thank you. And not go out. Thank ever. you. Well, just watch well, debates at night every day. Yeah, night. that's you know, what I do. With that's all the you. extra money he gets from the podcast, though, that's helping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's been putting he's, me over the edge. This high-paying podcast. <laughs> I feel, I feel luckily, like Trump. Well, our listeners are lucky. We love our we love yeah. our listeners. We're so <laughs> and we love what them. we do. Yeah, we, they're so loyal to us that you know we we feel like it's a shame to like just just we do just, this pro bono, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, right? It's all gonna pay off. I'm every once in a while, you get a check from the podcast. You're like, whoa, they they paid us. Wow, fourteen dollars and seventy two cents. Big money on Those this thing. Big residuals. All right, we got some serious issues, man. What's going on? More serious than what we've already talked about? Yes. How much more serious can it get? Well, Tyson, Tyson Fury's Fury. depressed. Yeah. Depressed. We gotta talk about that. Yeah. Talk about that. He said, why can't I just do coke? It's not a performance enhancing. No, it's not. You're retired. He said, you can why do- can't I do it? I will send you, I'll give you his Come quotes. On. Listen, I don't know how to do his accent. You should do it. Listen, I've done a lot of things in my life. That's, that's yeah. Australian. Yeah, right. okay. I've done a lot of cocaine. That lots of it, he said. He goes, why shouldn't I take cocaine? It's my life, isn't it? I can do what I want. Yeah, I've done cocaine. Plenty of people have done cocaine as well. What the fuck has it got to do with anything? That's what he and said. then people are going to call him disturbed. Instead of calling him mentally retarded, they're going to call him disturbed. Well, he said, I've been Mental. going through depression. I don't want to live anymore, if you know what I'm saying. So well, when just you take kill cocaine, yourself, When you dang. take cocaine, coming down off cocaine makes you depressed. Right. So right. someone who suffers from depression <laughs> so should like, not right. be doing cocaine. Yeah. So no, if, if he wasn't co- doing cocaine, he wouldn't be depressed. So he's not. No, he, or he might be real. He might well, be real. Well, no, no, no. Because cocaine, the come, the come off from cocaine is very, you know, you're going to get very, very depressed. So if you... You, you, maybe you stop doing so much cocaine so you won't have to come off it so often and be so depressed. Yeah. Also, the weird thing I found, like, for a person that's, you know, they're trying to say he's mentally disturbed instead of retarded. Like, for me, he's retarded. But, like, <laughs> like, you know, and, and, you know, I respect his accomplishments in the ring, but for me, he's retarded. Yeah. And uh, for somebody who's mentally disturbed, as they say, you know, he was ringside at the Linares versus uh, Crawler fight. Right. Like, I don't know. For me, if somebody who's mentally disturbed doesn't leave their house. I don't right. know. Last time I checked, I mean, I, like, I, you I don't want to be around 20,000 fans that want to hang out with maybe you. Maybe that's where his, and, co- and, his coke dealer was there, maybe. And right. then the, yeah. my, sky, my sky comrades, they wanted to interview him. And so they asked him, you know, can we do an interview off the air? Obviously, they told him so they could get him on the air. And he was like, unless you want to deal with the words of a mentally, deranged, mentally disturbed man, you'll leave me alone. Wow. Like, I feel like he's playing this whole bullshit up. Like, I, 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 like you know, I think like the libs are going to be like, you shouldn't. You're that. so insensitive. You're sensitive. Shut you, the fuck up, bro. I come from a world that's real, bro. All right. <laughs> when we all this pussy shit, like we just told you, shut the fuck up and go and, and go home. Go home. Get out. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. Get, get, get the fuck out. Of here. Go get your shirt get box. The, get the, you can't tell a six ten guy to get out of here because they might smack you. Yeah. But but at it's the true. end of the day. What I'm saying is, did catch you first, Paul? What I'm saying is, you know, I, you know, and I'm a fan of what he did. I mean, I was really impressed with what he did against Vladimir Klitschko and everything. But, but the guy's retarded. I mean, he's not. He's not mentally disturbed. He's mentally retarded. Like, Why are you holding back? Tell us how you really feel about he's, it. He's not that intelligent. Um, he makes unintelligent decisions, and then to enable him by calling him mentally disturbed so that you can call him sick. This is what, this is the problem in this world. Everybody's enabled to do something. Like and you call him mentally sick, so that now he feels like he's allowed to behave this way because he's mentally sick. Like that is about as stupid 
of a fucking thing as you can do. And now people are gonna call me very insensitive. Doctors are gonna are gonna tell me that you know he's he's sick. I know, guys. You guys made up four thousand diseases just in the last twenty five years. Just so <laughs> just so you can give people medication. All right. I don't care what doctors say. What person is what says what sickness? I'm actually sick of hearing it. Okay. When I was a kid, you got the sickness beaten out of you. Like you literally, you just caught beatings until you were normal again. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that's the best way to do it, but we had more normal people when I was younger than we do now. You now everybody has a disease. Some kind, somehow, <laughs> if you don't have a disease, they'll make one up so you can have one too. So Johnny, you know Johnny has ADHD. It's hard for him to focus. Are you saying you guys are normal? No, I'm not saying I'm normal either. <laughs> Sometimes but, but, but Johnny but needs not, a fucking slap it, in the back of his ass. But my, some, and I'm not saying we're normal either, but I'm not saying I'm sick. Maybe no, I'm just stupid. I'm, I'm just you know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe I'm just a jerk. What do you want from me? You know what I mean? I'm maybe maybe I'm just opinionated, but that doesn't mean I'm, I'm sick. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean I'm, so I'm wrong. It doesn't mean I need medication. You know what I mean? Maybe sometimes I offend people. I have Johnny but, but in therapy. If you have a, a problem with, with anything offensive, like if words bother you that much, I think something's wrong with you. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you have the problem, not me. You know what I mean? Like, like being oversensitive for me is is that's almost like a sickness. You know what I mean? Because yes. you're really not gonna enjoy life if you're oversensitive. Puff Daddy called it bitch assness. Yeah, bitch yeah. assness. No bitch assness. Yes, yeah. that's one way to put it. I, I really words have never bothered me. No, you know, like you joking or or like people try to get under my skin on Twitter. I just laugh about it. I hear people you, fatty. So. Yeah, people are so well, the like. Best, but the, oh the thing about God. Peter, the thing about Peter though is, he's, it's also hard to beat him in a word debate. Like he'll abuse you somehow and make you feel real stupid. Like he's actually not, he's actually not. <laughs> and the more, the, and, uh, the problem is, if you catch him with wine, he'll oh, go all night man. with you. Oh, and, and by the by the time you're done, you won't feel like a man anymore or like a woman, whatever you want, you want to be. You know, <laughs> whatever, you, whatever chooses to try to. Whatever you want to be, you might not feel that way anymore. That's the problem. I believe me, I've I've argued with this kid. You can't win an argument with him. Well, you can't win with you either. You guys probably go for hours. Oh. Yeah. yeah, no, he just forgets about it afterward. And makes yeah, that's not my problem. I get hit in the head, so I forget. I forget what we were arguing about half the time. Are you fighting again or what? Do you? I just gotta get hit in the head too much. And you, know, you want me to get hit again more? <laughs> I'm just asking a question. You trying to kill him? I, I don't want. No, you to fight. I, honestly, it just depends on. Seriously, it just depends on if if, it's, if there's some worthwhile offer. Not just money, obviously. I'm not gonna go get, fight King Kong just right. just because good money's there and get myself hurt. But you know, if there's like a, a pretty good fighter, you know, because I don't want like a totally useless fighter, and then I'm like, oh yeah, you got another win on. I want like a a fighter that's gonna mediocre, like, get me, I want, like even a prospect coming right. up. You know, like I, I want a fighter that's like, you know, people are gonna think like, oh, it's not an easy fight, you know. But at the same time, it's not fucking high, high, high level like killer fighter either. But I wanna, I wanna, I wanna feel like when I train every day for a fight that like, you know what, this guy might beat me if I'm not on point. So let me. You, oh, you know. wanna, you wanna fight Triple G? No, that's the thing. That's exactly. Well, he would fight you. It'd be nice money. Well, yeah. But like, are you are you okay if you don't fight again? You think it'd be good? Um, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, that, that, Financially, that, you're okay, but I don't mean that. I just mean like mentally, like because he, he's been fighting still because he loves yeah, the sport. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't know. You know, like there's if the, if the right fight comes along and I, like I get excited about it, you know, like you know, I, I won't be okay turning it down. You know what I mean? I'll tell you that. You know what I mean? Like if the right but fight comes I, along and I, it excites me and I feel like it's a it's a good it's a I get, I get in where I fit in and it's tempting enough. You know, not uh, too much time goes I, by I feel, though. Yeah, I feel like you know. Yeah, well, if too much time goes by. Then, <laughs> 
then you retire, I guess, you know? But what I'm saying is, you know, if the right offer comes by and, and, and the right fight comes by and I let it go, then yeah, then I won't beef good because I'll think about it over and over again. So, but if it doesn't, then I'm okay. You know, I'm also not thinking about, yeah, I can't, I can't invent opportunities for myself. Either. You know, if they don't exist, then we don't fight. You, know? you can't you just start bad mouthing somebody, call somebody out. That doesn't work yeah. anymore. Because no. it it. It, once you realize you're in, when you're in this business, you realize it comes down to TV dates. It's got a matter. It's just a matter of who gets the TV dates. So you can talk shit all you want, you know. It doesn't matter. I've actually tried to bait Broner in a couple of times. Yeah, he I was just gonna he say. He doesn't that. even answer. Yeah. He doesn't even answer. Broner answers everything. He doesn't. As far as uh, talking, she never turned down a talking shit offer at all. But Adrian doesn't doesn't he didn't even acknowledge me. And now I know why. Obviously, he's getting ready for the Ricky Burns fight. So, so again, boom. God bless and good luck. You know what I'm saying? If, if you you get in where you fit in, you know. Hey, some good came out of the Fury thing potentially. It looks like uh, Eddie Hearn is uh, confident they're gonna have a Joshua Klitschko fight. Yeah, well, when? I'm confident about it too, but when? He said, he said uh, confident will take place before the end of the year. So you didn't think November that. November 26th. I still don't believe it. I just think it's a lot of hype. Yeah, listen. I, actually, I actually spoke to Eddie. He's I, very good at actually, what he does. So. I actually spoke to Eddie, and, and he said it's not going to happen this year. So, <laughs> so he that's I, what I'm saying. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, you squashed my hopes and dreams. But, but you know, Eddie's, you know, the... the when I was in England, you know, I had to ask them about it. Money you know, talks, we, were on the so, same, right? we were on the same page, you know, like money talks, many more money in Wembley. So of yeah, course money true, talks. True, if money true. talks, then it's not going to happen this year because Wembley makes more money. Money talks, yeah. it's going to it's gonna talk and walk until next year when yeah. they can do it in Wembley. Yeah. So, but of course, you know, you want to generate the hype now. You start hyping it up now. I mean, he's being a, make a promoter. Make it juicy. He's being a great promoter. He's a great promoter. This, you start talking about it now, you're going to make it juicy. You're going to juice it up all the way till next year. And I think the fight happens in the summer, you know, if uh, Vlad as, wants it. As good as Joshua's looked, is he ready to take that step up? Maybe Absolutely. not now, but maybe in like he six is. months he will be. You know, like yeah. I think, you know, especially, I, he's a, he's especially a bit, Klitsch goes, what, 41? He's a little right. bit stiff. Yeah, he's a little <clears> bit <throat> stiff. You know, I feel like he gets hit with sh- shots that he shouldn't get hit with. And you get hit, you don't have to get hit that many times by Joshua? Klitschko to end the fight, yeah. And you yeah. think Klitschko might... Yeah, yeah. Like Klitschko has a good right hand, like sharp and straight. Like, he's a good yeah, you know, well, you know, you'll stand a little too stiff like that and Klitschko hits you with that, you, it's over. Well, it's, remember, it's, it's, he doesn't have to hit you with more than one. It's over. So, so you know, having said that, Joshua has the same kind of power too. It's, uh, you know, but I'd like to see Joshua one or two more fights, you know. I mean, this guy Parker is supposedly pretty good, you know. I haven't seen him. You know, they haven't shown him in the U.S., but he's he's Joshua mandatory. Maybe he'll have to fight Parker first, and we'll find out a lot more, you know. I just remember early in Klitschko's career, before he got more uh, safe and more defensive, he was going out and knocking people out. Like, he was oh, being yeah. super aggressive. And I think if he fought a guy like Joshua, that might be a good tactic you for him You know, the thing do. about him being super safe, he was still knocking people out. Him being yeah, super safe. No, you but know what I mean. Was, he, he, was, he, he changed his style a yeah, lot. Yeah, he was just you know, getting yeah. hit less. I remember one be, of the things he used to do was turn his jab into a hook mm-hmm. really, really fast for his size and really get a lot right. on it. Mesmerize you with the jab. You start looking jab, and then all of a sudden it, goes, it would turn into a left big, hook. He, he, was like the, he was like the real-life Drago for a while. Yeah, yeah. He was a savage. Right. But yeah. much more uh, polished as far as talking and, like, you know, uh, he was actually he, educated and... You know, like why are you bad mouthing Drago? That's not cool. Because Vladimir smiled. You know what I mean? <laughs> Drago didn't smile ever, bro. He was like, a, he was like, you know, at that time there was the Cold War going on, so they made him like a product of the Cold War, you know? And it was like, that movie was big because the whole Cold War, yeah, we beat the Soviets, you know? It was like, everything he, like, he destroyed. It was like a metaphor for life, yes. you know? Because the so powerful Soviets, you know? If I can change, 
Oh, he all of a sudden he became Everybody a philosopher. Became a politician. Yeah. Back to that was that was a that was a that was also a precursor to, to modern uh, athletes because at that time athletes didn't really get involved in politics. Like I never heard of Michael Jordan or Dominique Wilkins or anybody talking about the president or whatnot. Now, now they, now you got LeBron James marching with Hillary Clinton and whatnot. Oh, or, uh, so you know now idiot. that was like a precursor. Rocky got into politics with that with that interview. So you know now nowadays even uh, even uh, athletes get into politics. Hey, Colin Kaepernick's kneeling every time every uh, chance he gets don't start that again no, no Yusef you know uh, <laughs> I wish, I wish, was, was, I wish yeah. he was kneeling in prison <laughs> you said Dominique uh, I, I heard a story human highlight real kid Dominique you said 21 favorites. women waiting for me he'd pick 7 and leave <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what, if, what if you're the girl who's like the 7th one you're like yeah. man there's another 6 chicks here I, do I really want to be a part of this and you're still like yeah you do yeah, yeah. and you will you might get a lottery ticket yeah. well, you know what I'm saying like, like anybody with self respect after he goes Past one, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, anybody with self respect wouldn't right. have been there, but right. but anybody with a little <laughs> self respect, when he picks like the second one, you're like, whoa, 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 I'm out of here. But, but imagine you're the seventh one. Yeah. Imagine you're the seventh, you're like, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. And the, the other fourteen, you might not the seventh one. Get, you might get lucky. You might get the lottery ticket sperm. Yeah, yeah. get the weak sperm though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what? You like the check that comes with so you're it. You're the seventh. You're the seventh load. <laughs> I'm not saying seventh load. Maybe the uh, seventh girl might get the load. Oh wow! So he's ticket. really he's he's doing coke. And I he's didn't hear about the whole. Yeah, I didn't hear about like how he does. It. I okay. just heard he picks seven out of like twenty. Hey, look, that's a nice life. Yeah. Well, you know, he worked hard for it. Magic had a lot more than that. I'm sure, he did. So did Wilt. <laughs> Wilt is still. Yeah. They all did. Wilt he is still. Did he have a stilt in his shorts? It must have. That guy, if he was, if he was. Uh, what is it called? If he was, uh, if the penis was the same size as the rest of them, <laughs> what is that called? What's that word? I lost. I lost the word. Um, other boxing news too. Um, we got a couple of new guys in the Hall of Fame ballot. Three, I mean, three of these guys should be no-brainers. You guys tell me. You know better than me. But Holyfield, and Marco Antonio Barrera, and Johnny Tapia. I mean, those three sound like Hall of Famers to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though Holyfield had the Evan Fields saga, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> if it was baseball, he wouldn't get in. Oh, yeah. the juice, you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Evan Fields. But unfortunately, most guys that did juice are going to get in. I got to say, though, uh, you know, uh, growing up and, and when he was fighting, he was one of my favorite fighters. Absolutely. Yeah. The heart he showed. I mean, steroids don't get But if heart. Holyfield wouldn't have become a heavyweight because odds are. With the juice, right? Without the, the juice, he became a heavyweight because of the juice. Like, would he would he be as much of a favorite as he as he had been? You know. He was, he was great a, as a cruiserweight. He was a great cruiserweight, but you know what sucks as a cruiserweight? He would have been undersized heavyweight. He would have been too undersized for heavyweight. Right. He wouldn't have had the success heavyweight. He had put that muscle on. And cruiserweight is like that black cloud forever. Yep. Like, well, you don't. Yeah. It's just you don't never. Make the money. They never yeah, get. They never. It's, never. It's never picked, on, picked up, right? There's been Roy a few Jones big fights. Roy Jones went from light heavyweight to heavyweight. Right. He just skipped right over cruiser because yeah. it's well, nothing bad. He went back to cruiserweight and got knocked out a few times, too. Yeah, that was a few. But I don't know. But a holy feel. What fights did he have? And oh, what, you know, and like Riddick Bowl, Tyson, Tyson Lennox fight. Lewis, oh uh, man, I had so much you fun name watching him that. Him. Yeah, and uh, you know, and he was like you said, he was an undersized heavyweight at first. But mm-hmm. although I did a report on him in college, believe it or not, and I put his measurements up against before I knew he was doing steroids and stuff. I was twenty years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met his measurements against Ali and Holmes mm-hmm. stuff, and he wasn't compared to those guys from before well, him. He was not undersized. Well, well, he, grew, well, he grew into the heavyweight division. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we use the we use the term "grew" yeah. very loosely here. He was six three, 
at his six, at six, his two and a half or something like that. At his uh, heaviest, yeah. probably two thirty, two twenty five. Yeah, I don't think he was six three. No, I've been next to Holyfield. He's not six three. Six two. Six two at most. And uh, they said he like even in his prime, he had a thirty two inch <laughs> waist, which was I have. You know, so he's like I have he, a thirty two inch cock. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> boy. <laughs> is, is it a belt? <laughs> yeah, I wrap it around. Oh, around your waist is around halfway. Oh, oh man. Oh, that hurts. Oh, Jesus. I said. <laughs> so Marco Antonio Barrera. Me, I mean, you, we talked about him with the Prince. Your, your one of your favorite fighters, Prince Hasim. I just remember, I'll never forget. Emmanuel Stewart was watching Barrera fight the fight before the Prince fight. He goes, "The Saint the Barrera." We were we were thinking we we're going to see. Like yeah. I was like, "Wow, if, if that's not a signal to bet a fight, I don't know what is." Yeah. Like yeah. he he knew it. He knew it right right watching it. Yeah. Emmanuel Barrera, Stewart Barrera had a lot of levels then, man. He was a good he, fighter. Well, he, he improved. He changed yeah, his he game. Moves, changed I mean, he, he was a great fighter. He made so great smart. out of. Being fundamentally sound. My boy Junior Jones beat him twice, though. Yeah. Boom. Poison. But taught him. It taught him how to get better, too. Because yeah, he became a better fighter after that. <laughs> Anytime you get knocked the fuck out like that, you better become better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> take it easy. He got uh, smoked. What do you guys remember about Johnny Tapia? Awesome. I, I remember. Uh, Mi Vida Loca. The, the Romero fight, the, the Ayala fights. They were both close. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, Romero, he was never in a bad fight. Johnny Tapia was never in a bad fight. He whooped on Romero, and that was a that was an Albuquerque rivalry. That was right when I around the time I started boxing. I remember. I remember. He, mm-hmm. uh, I was a little kid. I used to watch all Johnny Tapia with uh, no. my father, and, and 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 an insane personality. The kind of mm-hmm. guy that you know you'd watch on TV, and you just you were just curious about him, not just about his fighting style, but also he had an unbelievable story, a story that probably deserves a movie. And unfortunately, yeah, I said, oh my god, know. I said that when they came up with Mickey Ward, and then. When Johnny Tapia yeah. died, I tweeted. If somebody Wahlberg, out there actually. is intelligent uh, with any kind of brains, I mean, the, the, if you're trying, if you're making all these boxing movies, the Johnny Tapia story is probably. He watched his mother get raped and murdered at yeah, seven years I mean, old, and, and it ends tragically with his death as well. You know, but I'm saying that's, that's it's, a, it's, 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 it's it's just a sad part of life. But what an unbelievable! He was like a, he was like a shooting a star, world you know? champion, yeah, a, like a shooting star. Champion. Where he gave people, he got a lot of people had eyes on him because he was able to get himself. To become a public figure through this talent that he had in boxing, but his pain was a public thing. You know what I'm saying? He was always in pain, even though he was a public All figure. All those tattoos, always, meant always, in, always in pain, and of course, his, his, his crazy life. I mean, maybe the look as, as he had uh, on his uh, on his shorts all the time. You know, so as, on his I think, back. <laughs> I think that guy is a, a, a movie. If it's played the right way, they tend to fuck up some of these boxing movies. If it's done the right way and played the right way, and you get the right story. You know, and 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 you don't accentuate, uh, you don't um, focus on the dumb shit, and you focus on the shit you're supposed to be. Because I remember, like the movie Ali, they focus on so much dumb shit, they ruined what would have been a great movie. They made all political and bullshit and stuff like that. Yeah, they they focus on his first wife because Jada Pickett played his first wife, so they had to give her a big role. She wasn't that important. His first wife, she wasn't. So, but they made her important in the movie. You know, they just they just killed what would have been a great movie. You know, what should have been a great movie. So, should have an Oscar. Goddamn, somebody give Will Smith an Oscar already. (laughs) Well, I think he was better in Pursuit of Happiness than he was there. Right. But anyway, uh, but I would. Getting back to the point, you know, I, I think uh, uh, if as, if you play the storyline correctly with Johnny Tapia, I really do think you can uh, make a, a blockbuster movie because you know it's 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 something that will grip all kinds of people from all kinds of places. You know, they, they, anybody can be interested in this crazy crazy story that was Johnny Tapia's crazy life. I watched his. And uh, I hope documentary. he gets into the Hall of Fame. I think him getting to the Hall of Fame puts the capper on it you know what I yeah mean? Like, absolutely because at the end of the movie then you can say John and Tapia passed away on such and such date he was inducted into the just rest in peace the right way he gets his hall of fame induction you know that's I hope I hope to see it I really do hope to see it aren't those three like for, they should be no doubt first ballots no but at Tapia and Holyfield yeah, yeah 
I would say I would be surprised if they don't. Taking out, realize, taking out the, the juice. People don't realize about Tapia that like his problems outside of the ring or what affected him as a fighter also. Because he was young, he was undefeated, he became champion, he had the whole town of Albuquerque on his back. That was a lot of pressure, but also what he was doing outside the ring that's kind of making him like, he would take like hiatuses from boxing. Like, oh, you tested positive, so, you know, you're suspended. And he would be suspended for a while. Then he would get tested positive again for drugs. And then he would come back. He would still win. <laughs> you know, like, when he when he finally lost, he was he was already like the man, you know? <clears throat> so certain fighters and I feel like Ayala, no, no disrespect to Ayala, but he's he was known for robbing everybody. <laughs> right? Well, he didn't rob them. I mean, the judges. But I'm saying it with Tapia. Yeah. Um, who else? We watched him with. Uh, they he robbed. Um, Bronco McCarthy. No, wasn't Bronco McCarthy? Was it? Who? Who did Ayala rob? Bones. Bronco McCarthy. Shut up, bro. The guy was a super welterweight. No, no, no. I'm talking about uh, who did Ayala rob? He robbed Tapia. He robbed. Um, yeah, I think he fought Bones Adams. Bones. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Bones. Bones. Our boy Bones. Yeah, yeah. Bones Adams. I thought beat him. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, Mi Vida Loca was uh, was really a crazy life in and out of the. Poyal had a hot wife though, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 she was yeah, pretty yeah. hot, right? She was always there too. She was like yeah. his manager. She was annoying. Yeah, but she was pretty hot though. Yeah. Did you guys see uh, the the um, Roberto Duran movie? No. I saw it. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. It was right. My mom said I could wait for cable. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. Yeah. It, but it's I, I liked it. But you know, it's not the kind of movie where you're like, oh, you gotta see it in the movie theaters. No, it wasn't like that. But I feel it like was, there's never a boxing movie like that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I feel like the Tapia movie has that potential. I thought like the Rand movie saying. had that potential. I thought like the Ali movie had that potential. They just, you know, they just can't fuck them up. That's all. You just can't fuck them up. Hopefully, like, the Vinny Paz movie is like great. You know, Southpaw. Well, Vinny Paz, sucked. Martin Scorsese oh, involved. Southpaw? I didn't see it. Horrible. I just taped it. I wanted to watch it. No, no good. Just fucking Creed was not bad. Don't, Creed was decent. I, but that's Rocky. It's different. Right. But I, I, you know, it hasn't Rocky's been a good, the best. Hasn't been a real, <laughs> hasn't been a great boxing movie based on True Life since Rage and Bull. Martin oh, Scorsese. But luckily and coincidentally, breathe bleed for this with Benny Paz. Scorsese is involved with that project. So, so you know, maybe that maybe that's a movie that we I'll can take uh, that. Maybe that's a movie that we can uh, jump into. You know, as far as uh. It might it might actually live up to the hype, you know. You know, Vinny Paz is one of those first guys that I met, where I was like, "Oh my God, Vinny Paz!" You know, like yeah. watched him we as a kid, on and we were on his undercards, and then like he would be in New York, we would yeah. see him, like and he was always so approachable, so cool. Yeah, he was Still one is. of those guys that I was always like, "Oh my God, it's Vinny Paz." Yeah, you're right. Eddie Hearn's teasing now. He says seventy percent that the fight can happen. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so, some many Pacquiao's in the news for some reason too. So talking about Floyd Mayweather's only concern is money. His name's uh, Money Mayweather. Yeah, your yeah, only concern do. is steroids. <laughs> <laughs> no ego. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he doesn't have concern for the fans. His only concern is for money. The fans right. pay the, to watch him fight. The fans that the fans that say he's not the best, right, he's gonna he should be concerned with them. Yeah, I love everybody. All these guys pretend like they're it's about the fans. Like, yeah. Pat, get the fuck out of here, buddy! <laughs> fuck out of here! It's not about feeding your ego, you narcissistic little fucking prick. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Are you guys thinking? What, are we, what, what is what's going on with the boxing schedule? I, I worked Mike Lee's fight last Why? week. USBA light heavyweight title. He looked Grant good. To Mike Lee, he looked okay. Yeah, he looked pretty good. He's, he's, he's getting, sharp he's a kid. Show, work in progress, getting better and better. It was in Chicago. Where Where'd I, you stay? I, I stayed at Trump. That's the Trump building in Chicago. Wow. Living the life of luxury, kid. I'll tell you. Nice. Look at you. Nice. Look at you. Nice really nice. When you get had a nice in, view. Huh? Had a nice view. 
was good. Chicago is such a nice city. It is. It is. It is. Uh, if they if they get it together over there, Chicago is a really terrific city, man. It's it's, it's it play areas in Chicago. It's clean. There's culture there. There's good people there. You know, if they uh if they get if they can sharpen up the whole crime area there, I mean, I, I think Chicago has a lot of pro- a lot of positives to that city. I'm seeing uh Saunders says he's available to fight Triple G in December. Well, when you when you're with a guy like Frank Warren who gets no dates and has nothing, I mean, basically you end up you, you, all you're available to do is be somebody's opponent, like provisional Liam Smith. Liam agreement? Smith, yeah, provisional services agreement, boom, special provision of services agreement. When your when your promoter cannot get the date, all he does is sign provision of services agreements, which is basically gives you up for the night to another promoter so you can be the opponent for their guy. Liam Smith, for example, against Canelo. You get the money, you can become a high-priced opponent. Boom. Lost to Canelo, Frisian Services Agreement. Now, Billy Joe Saunders, you know, he's, he's not going to be able to just defend his title and make some money, so you got to sell yourself to the highest bidder. The highest bidder right now is probably Golovkin. So, of course, Billy Joe Saunders is ready. You know what I mean? It's a very, very tough fight. Probably he can't win it, but, of course, the guy needs money. The guy, I mean, the guy wants to make money. He's got a world title. He doesn't want to waste it. He so deserves it. He'd love to get a chance to defend it against Golovkin. Frank Warren cannot get him dates. Uh, so, you know, the only option is to get Golovkin or keep waiting for a date, you know? So we'll I see. wouldn't mind seeing Saunders, but of course we, the, we know, all, all want to see Jacobs. Yeah, they're also working on Jacobs and, and Golovkin as well in, in, uh, here, here in the too. States. And uh, Gary Russell says he's not fighting because he's not getting paid enough. I want to see that guy fight, man. Well, that's the thing. A lot, a lot of the PBC fighters have gotten a little bit spoiled with the money. So now, um, you know, it, it, for a guy like myself who has been on both the other end of it and as well as the PBC end of it, I can actually speak for both sides of the grants. And the PBC was treating fighters awesome. I mean, terrific. You know, we were getting paid probably more money than we deserved. And so some of these guys turned pro with this uh, with with Al Heyman and under the PBC banner even when he started it. So so at day's end, the thing is. They were probably never. They never got that dose of reality where the real boxing market is at because they were always under the spoiled dose of reality. I was under both umbrellas. You know, I was under the pre PBC banner, pre Al Heyman, where I was getting you know pretty good money at a high level, but not the money I'm, you make in PBC, and then they make a PBC money. So now all these disgruntled fighters, it's a shame because that's actually reality. Nobody's actually treating you bad. It's actually the reality of it. You've probably been overpaid for a little while. And there's some good fighters. You know, they've all, they're all good fighters. You know, and they all deserve to be paid. But at the same time, if you were being overpaid from the start, that's just not the market for that kind of, for, for boxing in general or for those, for those fights. Now it's very difficult to, you know, keep them happy. So it's unfortunate, but, you know, hopefully we see these fighters coming back in the new year. You know, I'm hearing different things. And you've, you hear things from the doom of, of PBC. All the way to rumors like, you know, a big deal is coming up on the horizon from PBC. So, you never know with Al Heyman. One thing about Al Heyman, well, he knows how to not fail. You know, he knows how to succeed. So, I never count Al out. You know, everybody, I, I, the, the whole cheerleading process to, you know, the doom of PBC, is, it does become a little bit of a nuisance. I mean, just because the writers uh, want to be haters on it because, well, you didn't, you didn't get a credential. All right, tough <laughs> shit. You didn't get a credential, man. <laughs> next, time act like, next time act like a reporter, not as a fan, you might get a credential. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, um, there obviously a lot of these people are actually rooting against for the for the demise of PBC. It may or may not happen. I guess. I mean, I, I'm totally you know my guess is good as everybody else, but I also hear some new deals being signed. So you never know with Al, man. I tell you what, one one thing I've learned about Al, you never count him out because he just keeps coming back and he's a he's a terrific businessman and he knows how to make his connections and he knows how to uh, network it very well. You know, behind the scenes, maybe just because you don't see him on camera doesn't mean the guy's not working. The guy's not networking. So uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out in the new year, but. I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I, I never say never. And your boy uh, Ricky Hatton's trying to help out Tyson Fury. He reached out to him. 
Sure. Yeah, well, one guy who has demons to another. You know, one thing about Ricky is he's old school. He's, you know, the previous generation like myself. So, you know, he doesn't have, he doesn't consider himself to have a disease, right? I mean, he's not saying he's mentally disturbed, but he, they have the same, they have the same issues, essentially. You know, Ricky understands substance. that. Substance. Yeah, Ricky understands, you know, substance abuse and you need to fight it. And so he's trying to help out Tyson Fury. Credit to Ricky. Shout out to Ricky Hatton for that. You know what I'm saying? He's just a good uh, dude. You know, no, nobody, he's, Ricky's not asking anybody to enable him by calling him mentally disturbed. Like, he, Ricky knows he has a problem and he's trying to fight it. And it's a, it's a it's an everyday battle with this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy. But uh, acknowledging it is the first thing you have to do. Tyson still hasn't acknowledged this fact, you know, because he's got too many mutts enabling him to... Um, to say that he's mentally disturbed so you know that he can say in his mind he convinces himself he's mentally disturbed so he, he can behave this way it's, and his father's going and around doing an interviews excuse. saying that he he feels disrespected by the you know the pundits and, and people saying that his son isn't you know they didn't give him the credit he deserved Right, that's yeah. gonna. That's that, gonna that's, go that's on. comes from being a public figure. You're never right. gonna feel like you get the credit. You're always gonna have critics and cynics as well as people giving you. You can't positive. just binge if on cocaine you wanna be, and be depressed. But if over you want to be a public figure, you're gonna deal with more opinions, and a lot of those opinions sometimes are gonna be negative. Some of them are gonna be positive. Some of them are gonna be negative. You're never gonna have all positive opinions. I'm sorry, it's just never gonna happen. So if that's what you're looking for, then you shouldn't be shooting to be a public figure in your own right. You know, it's it's because that's that's his life. You can you can make some of the people happy some of the time. You cannot make all of the people happy all of the time. And that's so it's kind of a motto you have to live for, you know. You gotta have thick skin. Hey, when's this fight happening? Nicholas Walters, uh, Lomachenko. Oh, that's gonna be November twenty sixth. I heard he I said he's he said he's gonna knock out Lomachenko. What do well, you guys think? Walters is a strong guy. Lomachenko is a difficult guy to deal with. Though I, I, I tell you what, I'm excited about the fight. I, my pick is Lomachenko, but credit to both guys for taking each other on. Um, you know, I'd, I'd say it's about time Walters fights. You know, um, I haven't seen him fight in a while, right? I mean, it's been a minute. So uh, you know it's gonna be a good fight. Both guys are gonna get paid for it. I would I would assume and hope. And I I, I look forward to it. You know, it's, I think November twenty sixth, which is also the day Anthony Joshua's next fight, which they still haven't announced any opponent, right? I mean, it's I assume it's gonna be Parker, but nobody's really pulled the trigger on the opponent. Might be Klitschko. <laughs> you never know. Oh God, again with the Klitschko. <laughs> it might yeah, be. It. Oh, you said you got the inside scoop, so yeah, you well, heard it here first, everybody. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. You know. Then we got Kovalev Ward right around the corner. Let's go. 19th, cool. the week before. Is that pay-per-view? Is it on HBO? Pay-per-view. Yeah. Let's come over for that one. Yeah. 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 I'm really looking forward to that fight. Yeah. That's uh, going to be a big one. Yeah, I'm actually working it for Sky Sports. That's Boom. I'm going to be there. Of course you are. Boom. Doesn't even matter. He's not even like it's not it doesn't matter HBO Showtime anymore. He's just yeah, like he's either if it's HBO shows if Sky's <clears throat> if Sky's doing it then I'll just work it with Sky. That's awesome. That's what we say. Boom. It's how like, does that well, how does that work though? So they, they contact you on a fight by fight basis. Fight. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just hit me up and they say you know are you available for this fight? You know they I mean they know the fights that Showtime has on the schedule and HBO right. has on the schedule. So if it's an HBO fight they'll reach out sometimes and say you know we're covering it. Would you like to do it with us? Then we'll come you know we'll come to a deal. I just signed the contract with them that uh, stipulates that I work with some of the shows with them. So. You know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's kind of kind of a part time contract because obviously my I'm full time with Showtime, but but it's uh, it, I'm happy to be doing it. You know, that's awesome. <laughs> is there any other company? Is there uh, is there, you got Sky Sports, you got HBO, Showtime? Is there anyone else? I mean, I know PBC, but I'm saying, is there any other networks like in other countries that, that that do a lot of boxing, cover a lot of boxing? I'm sure there's that German channel, you know, but I don't know what it's called. You know, Germany it's, it's a lot of fights. Germany's Germany's funny. They Nathan Cleverly just beat Jurgen Brommer, by the way, and that was a. Uh, 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 the secondary world title in the WBA and uh, Germany is always funny. It's controversial, I can, right? I can never get over the German the German fighters or the German mentality. You know, they they actually all. I'm still I've still yet to find a fighter over there who can actually fight. Like <laughs> I, I've still yet to find a fighter over there who can actually win when he leaves Germany. And, and you're not gonna take Klitschko and or Golovkin. You're not gonna claim them because they're not Germans. You no, know? but um, 
you know, there are uh, there's guys. I mean, obviously, guys like even Felix Sturm aren't German, but you know, he's raised in Germany. What he just gave up his title, by the way. Who Felix Sturm? Yeah, yeah, he did fail for steroids. I mean, he kind of forcefully had to give it up. Uh, the Sturminator. <laughs> 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 you gotta you kind of forcefully give it up that way when that happens. You know, oh, he gave <laughs> not, it up. not by choice. You don't really have a choice in the matter. But <clears throat> man, I'm getting sick over here. Uh oh, this kid's Uh-oh. dying. He's going T- down. Oh boy. He's. Oh my god. Yum. What is that? Oh my God! What is yeah, it? We have to spit that out. No, we can't. We can't swallow those. No use. Yeah. Yeah. No use. No use. But anyway, so like I was saying, going back to the German uh, scene because the German, the German scene is always like a a separate universe. The German scene is always like a a little bit comical, even you know. It's basically um, they they fight whoever they want. Guys, you never even heard of. They win world titles and they just marinate them over there. They fight whoever they want. If they fight like a good fighter once in a while, they'll wait for them to be a little bit past his prime. <laughs> and they still can't beat him, so they'll rob him. You know, like, that's basically the German scene. I mean, I, I've yet to find a guy out there that I look, I watch him and I'm like, man, that guy's impressive. I've yet to find a single guy out there. Like, Dimitri's Andre's going to go over there and he's probably going to beat the shit all over the place out of Jack Cloquet. But, you know, Dimitri's is, is with Banner Promotions and Artie Palulo never, uh, you know, wanted to really spend a lot of money on his fighters. He was never the type of guy to do that, so... So, uh, can't get really the, but the he American takes a dates. Nice cut, doesn't sure he? does, pal. So he can't he get the he doesn't get the dates. So he lost the purse bit. So Andre has to go to Germany to fight uh, Jack Kulke, 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 whatever he say his name. Dimitri is probably a safe bet to slam him all over the place from one side of the ring to the other. But then he might get robbed if he doesn't stop him. Wait, what? So Dimitri might stop him. Well, but again, again, what I'm saying is they bring up these fighters. They might, there. but they might quit on the stool. They might quit on the stool, as we're going to get to in a second with Nathan Cleverly and Jurgen Brommer. The best part about all the, all the German scene is that not only can't they fight, but then at the end of the day, they have a hundred built-in excuses. I remember uh, uh, Abraham Arthur Abraham fighting Raul Marquez. Again, I know who was a good fighter, Raul Marquez, but a little bit past his prime, so you bring him over to Germany. You wait till he's a little bit past his prime. And uh, they weigh in on everything. Then the day of the morning of the fight, Arthur Abraham wakes up sick. They cancel the fight the day of the fight. You can never do that in America. <laughs> and you they can, showed the picture of with the yeah, thermometer. <laughs> yeah, they canceled the fight the day of the fight. I've He's never seen that in my life. Sick. I've never seen that. I've never seen that for a guy that can't fight, let alone for a guy who can't fight. You know, like, <laughs> hey, it's fucking wild. Another, another guy, Abraham, who's robbed guys like you know Paul Smith. You know, the the good fighters that they do rob, they wait for them to be a little bit past their prime. Paul Smith went over there, got robbed against Abraham. Um, Matt Macklin went over there, got robbed against Felix Sturm. God only knows who else got robbed over there. We don't know because these fighters, we don't even know who they are. That they just pull out of their ass. Like we don't even know they're not even top contenders. They just get title shots over there and get robbed sometimes. You know it's it's a it's a wild scene. I remember uh, working the Leonidas Crawler fight uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I worked. I saw Caleb Johnson's opponent. Caleb Johnson is a prospect from England, and he was fighting this guy from Africa who couldn't spell fight. He couldn't spell the word fight. <laughs> he was just leaning all over you, just, you know, making it really ugly. But he actually couldn't fight at all. Like if you ask him to spell fight, he probably can't spell fight yeah, because that's how bad he was. But he just makes the fight ugly and whatnot. A guy who's never going to really beat a good fighter, but a guy will make the fight ugly a little bit and then he last a few rounds and whatnot. He'd actually never been stopped because he knows how to lunge in and hold and all this stuff. Caleb Johnson ended up stopping him for the first time in his career. Then I, they, as we're doing the broadcast, they, uh, my co-commentators are saying that you know this guy's known because he went the distance with Arthur Abraham. Like, like these are the kind of guys they import to Germany and fight in world title fights. It's actually it's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. 
hypocrites. It's it's bananas. And then you know what? If you if you sucker in your public, hey, God, God bless. You know what I'm saying? You sucker your public, and God bless. They watch. They watch this bullshit. You know what I mean? In America, you never get away with it. In England, you never get away with it. You know what I mean? Like you got to fight real fighters. Yeah, the Germans but, think they're watching smelling over there. When they're watching Abraham Schmeck Schmeling Yeah right <laughs> you know? Smelling's causing Schmeling right Yeah, yeah. But Hillary said that, If she's elected She'll fix German boxing But that's what you would think <laughs> That they're watching And if they get a vote Yeah <laughs> 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 Gonna make boxing great again <laughs> so, so Yeah so Going back to Nathan Clevel Jürgen Brommer All this hype on Jürgen Brommer First of all It wasn't even the main WBA title I don't consider the secondary WBA title To be that important You know uh, with, There's already four major organizations Go win the main title Of, of each of them You know If you wanna be a real champion not, That doesn't mean You're a bad fighter If you have one But I just you know, I, I don't really look at it like with that much seriousness. The, the I call it the B title of the WBA, the regular title. If there's a super champion, sometimes there's a regular champion and only a regular champion, and that's fine. Super you know, champion. there should be one. What I'm all I'm saying is there should be one main champion out of the WBA. <clears throat> so, having said that, uh, the WBA champion at light heavyweight is uh, Sergey Kovalev, right? Is it Sergey Kovalev? Yeah. So, so we're uh, uh, Jurgen Brommer and Cleverly are fighting for the BA title, the secondary one. Hype's going on, all this stuff. Brommer's over there, and he quits after six rounds on the stool. And then they're talking about a rematch. <laughs> talking about a rematch. Well, they said it was a robbery. Well, I, I, <laughs> what I'm saying is, you know, it was, it was. They were talking about a rematch. He quit on. If you hear you, you quit on the stool. You can't even. They won't even let you say the word rematch. <laughs> you know, like, like especially if you blame it on something like your elbow, your hand. Like, dude, fight the fight. And then after it's over, and he said, you know, he said the right things. Hey, you know, at my age, I don't want to uh, make the injury worse and whatnot. I, I quit on the stool, and. The guy gets two paydays out of it. <laughs> Here they might withhold your purse. Right. Here they might, you might not even get your euro payday right. out of it. There, he's going to get two paydays out of it because I'm not going to bring Nathan back. I mean, for Nathan, it's like free money, right? I mean, sure. For Nathan, it's like, all right, sure, I'll come back and slap him around again. No problem. Absolutely. You know? I'm going to speak on your behalf. Paulie is available for fights in Germany. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's willing to come over. I, I, I fit the bill. I'm a little past my prime. You know, I'm a name here in the States. What they do, you know, they, they wait for you to be a little past your prime, and then you go over there, and they they rob you, or they'll 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 have a referee who's like the tag team partner for the guy you're fighting, like a Jermaine Taylor, Arthur Abraham fight, where everything Jermaine threw was a foul. Somehow, <laughs> somehow every punchy, somehow every body punchy threw was a low blow. Somehow every punchy threw was a foul, and then eventually you stop getting start getting gun shy because you don't, you know, you get to lose points, and then before you know it, Jermaine got knocked out. So. <clears throat> In the final round, but he's nah, still it fighting. Was, it's wild. Uh, nah, he's actually he beat the court he case he had, case, but, yeah. but I don't know what's going on with Jermaine. You know, oh, he had a court hopefully case. Uh, he shot his cousin. Hopefully, Jermaine. I think has you know they talk about this concussion symptoms. I think Jermaine should be looked studied for one of those concussion symptoms Jeez. because Jermaine was totally normal and totally cool. He's the at nicest one time. kid ever. And then like suddenly he lost his mind. So. I From think Alabama, when they when right? they studied these uh, NFL football players, Arkansas. I think Arkansas. they when they studied these NFL football players about how concussions made them lose their minds. I think you, you should probably start studying some of these fighters as well. I think Arturo Gatti might have had that some of those issues. Um, uh, I think uh, Jermaine Taylor might have might have some of those issues where you know they're totally normal and another they, they become lunatics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, we've uh, seen it happen. Like, yeah. Junior Seau. Yeah, exactly. Chris so. Benoit. So, oh, that guy's get mad at me on Twitter because I mentioned a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> that guy told me I was like, get him off the show. He's talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. We talk about wrestling too. We're, we're wrestling fans over yeah. here. We sure are. <laughs> Boom! I got mad at me. more ways than one. Oh, I like the divas. <laughs> oh, the Bellas got their own show now. Who? The Bella Twins. The Bella you know the Bella Twins, Twins all right? I like to find out. Uh, well, one's dating. One's married John's, to Cena. <laughs> one's dating. Dating Cena. The other one's married to Daniel Bryan. The other wrestler. Boom! God yeah. bless. Good, good for them. Good for them. Yeah. Smoking I'm happy hot. for people Lay to have success. Good for them. Smoking anyway, hot. that's the end of our show yeah. today, right? Yeah. I mean, we got yeah. a little bit of boxing, a little bit of ranting. We got a little bit of everything. Um, 
And uh, that's it. We'll be back next week. If the hurricane keeps me, I'll be in New York. If not, then I'll have to call it in. We'll find out. We'll figure it out. Come on. Boom. All right. Boom. Over and out for episode number, what was that? 73. 73. 73. 73. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with 74 next week. We'll see you later.